0: Yo, real quick before I start the show, I just wanted to say R. Peter Young off. He passed away a couple weeks ago. Well, he got killed a couple weeks ago. I know he just had he just had his funeral about two days ago. Personally I didn't listen to him like that, but it's always tragic when another rapper is killed by gun violence, especially by our own people. Uh I don't want to get too much into that just because like I can go all day with that type of shit. Um, but I just want to say to on Dolph And I just want to send my condolences To his friends and family With that being said, let's get on with the show Yo, what's poppin' y'all? It's your boy AJ, and this is Hip Hop Vibes, the podcast. I'm going solo dolo this week. Nick and I, my co-hosts, uh, we got a lot, we just had a lot of stuff going on between work, holidays, and then family stuff. So unfortunately we didn't have the time to record together, but I still want to give y'all consistent content. So I'm doing this mini episode today. We're gonna to be back to we'll uh, stuff next week. We're definitely gonna finish our list of like top artists of each year. Last episode we just finished 1987, so we got about eight more years left to go. And then after that, we're gonna we're gonna talk about 2021 and talk about top artists uh, top album as well, like our favorite projects from this year. But before I get into the rest of the episode, I gotta talk about last night. Last night there was a versus battle between Bovux and Harmony and 36 Mafia. And that was it was definitely a lit at verses. Probably one of my favorite verses, you know, despite the fact that Busy almost fought Juicy J. And then the rest of Three Six Mafia's entourage, we're about to jump that nigga. But other than that, it was a lit ass show. Like them niggas brought out everybody. They brought out Young Buck, 8 Ball, MJG, Lil Wayne, Lil John, Lil Flip, um, Wiz Khalifa. They even brought out Terrence Howard to perform fucking um Howard I Here for Pimp. So it was a lit ass show. Bone Thug, I love both groups. I love. I definitely love both group. Both um both groups. But Bone Thugs is t- definitely my favorite hip hop group of all time But with that being said, 3 Six Mafia won I mean, they had way more hits Again, this is coming from my huge Bone Thugs and Harmony fan So yeah, 3 Six Mafia won that joint Especially when Juicy J started going to his solo tip He played like bands to make a dance and all the shit he did with Katy Perry and stuff like that All his solo stuff, they can't beat that, they couldn't beat that It was closer than I thought, but yeah but still Team Bone Thugs all day. But um, they go on with the episode, I actually want to do an album review for today. We've done album reviews in the past episodes, but because of the list that we've been doing for the last few months, we kind of been given like watered down versions of our album reviews. So in the future, we're going to try to have more detailed um, album reviews, have episodes like specifically for album reviews. But um yeah, so the album, the album I actually want to review today is The Player's Manual by Ramirez. Actually, my bad. This is a collaborative album. With Rocky and Ramirez. I actually just got hip to Rocky maybe about a couple weeks ago when I first discovered his album. Only thing I know about him is he's a singer slash producer slash songwriter from Virginia. Shout out to the home team real quick, Team VA. And as far as Ramirez goes, he's a rapper from the Bay Area, San Francisco. He signed to Grade 59. That's um, Suicide Boys record label. And if you're hip to the Suicide Boys, then you know their style is like a it's dark but with like a Memphis-based sound, you know, kind of like 3-6 Mafia. And a lot of Ramirez's or earlier stuff is kind of similar. The only difference between him and Suicide Boys is like they're you know, Suicide Boys are from down south and he's from the West Coast. So he has that same Memphis-based sound, but with like that early 90s West Coast flow, like early G-Funk type of stuff. And what I like about this album, the player's manual, is he focuses more on his like West Coast sound, like like post G Funk, if you will, but with that '90s style. The only person I could probably put in that same category as him, like super similar, will be like you know um, Jay Worthy or like you know London Drugs. The only difference is Ruben Ramirez is heavily influenced by, like I said, the Memphis sound. So like he mixes he mixes the Memphis sound with West Coast and G Funk, and then boom, you got this album. The album, this album actually came out last year in 2020, like around springtime, early summertime of last year 2020, is when this album came out, and I actually just just got hit to Ramirez earlier this year. So as and I actually went back and listened to like his earlier stuff, like The Gray Gorilla and Um The Son of Serpentine. Serpentine is definitely a difference between the two. Like I said, like. His earlier work is more dark and you know, i still maintaining that memphis sound and still keeping like that same flow but like the vibe was like more of a darker nature but with his latest out his latest project is more laid back more chill something like you know something you can play like in the summertime in the springtime but the top down windows down just riding through the city type shit think of it like not comparing it to the chronic but think of it like the chronic as how like you know chronic like songs like let me ride songs like you No know, but the g thing Ain't, bitches ain't shit, type of, you know, type of songs like that like smooth, chill, laid back, something you can just ride to but at the same time, the flow and the lyrics are still hard hitting at the same time but yeah, this, this album has 15 tracks, has 15 tracks in total three of them being skits, whoa, intro, outro, and then a skit but um, like I said, it keeps that west coast flow but with that Memphis based sound I first discovered this I discovered this album maybe about a month ago, maybe a month and a half ago and i've been playing this shit damn near non-stop like this album is really advised it's definitely my favorite album of this year Granted, it came out last year but it's probably one of my favorite albums for the year that i've listened to if i had to give if, if i had to pick my top 5 favorite songs from this album it would be lane switching hunits which is actually samples lane switching which is dope to me the 4-5, which is the main single brown eyes and I'll probably say Red Dot, Red Dot as well. With Tales from the Gutter being like an honorable mention. That and um Go things the pick and piggy rings. But like I say, like it's a super laid back album. Like he's still I mean, granted it's still is like, a laid back album, but he still has like, you know, his like his, like his more darker songs like Red Dot or Ebony Woodstock. But yeah, I would definitely recommend listening to this album. You know, it's all over YouTube. It's all over, you know, Spotify and all the good stuff. iTunes, Amazon Music. But yeah, man, like like I said, I'm a huge West Coast fan. Granted, yes, I am from Virginia, but I'm a huge West Coast fan. And if if you're from the West Coast and you have like that old school vibe, old school feel, I'm definitely gonna rock with you. So Ramirez is definitely one of my top favorite artists right now. Make sure y'all go cop that shit. Rocky Ramirez plays Emmanuel. That's my album review for today, for this week. Tune in next time. My co-host will be back. We're going to continue our list with the top artists of each year. I'm your host, AJ. And this is Hip Hop Vibes, the podcast. Catch y'all next time.